0: All right, we're a quarter way through the NFL season. Some teams are doing well, and some aren't. And it's not who you think. Helmets off is on. All right, welcome to the show, Scott Mitchell, your host here. Uh, Great show today. A lot of fun things to talk about. Some tough things to talk about, but uh, that's what we do here. So, uh, really appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we'll. Let me tell you what's going on. Uh, University of Utah had a tragic event with their football team, Aaron Lowe, uh, who is a recipient of the Ty Jordan Memorial Scholarship. Ty Jordan uh, tragically passed away last Christmas. And uh, Aaron, who was friends with Ty, grew up in the same area in Dallas, uh, was wearing Ty's number, was uh, really... Uh, tragically, uh, shot over the weekend on what seems to be a rather random act of violence. There was no rhyme or reason for it. It looks like, and he was just probably in the wrong place at the wrong time. But just you know, the irony of that with everything that is, you know has happened with Ty Jordan, and and it's just just really really a sad thing. So um, you know, this is hard for the University of Utah football program. How do you, you know, how do you deal with something like this, and how do you, how do you persevere through it? And uh, I kind of have some thoughts and observations, you know, in talking to some of the players and coaches and and the whole situation. If there's a if there's a football program in the country that's capable and prepared to deal with it, uh, sadly, or I guess maybe resiliently it's the University of Utah, having gone through the Ty Jordan situation. And, and he, he was just a, it was an accident with a gun uh, over Christmas that, that uh, killed Ty. And so the team had to deal with it. And what you run into is, you know, you're really close. And to lose someone you're really close to as a team member, you guys you work out together, you spend so much time together in practice. Uh, you, I mean, really, these, these players, these coaches spend – most of their time together so they're with each other almost all the time and you develop this friendship this sense of family and when someone you know gets injured hurt or struggles everyone kind of struggles with it but that's also the the good side of it in that that there's um there's a a tremendous support system you know they, they kind of circle the wagons rally the wagons everyone pulls together and they they're like all right you know we we've been through this and uh they have an opportunity that if they're struggling with it they're not alone and there's so, there's someone to talk to whether it's a teammate or or or, or whatever and, and having gone through this the team kind of knows knows the drill so to speak i mean i don't want to sound callous cuz i'm not it's just it's just so so senseless and i just i just don't get it I don't get where we're so wrapped up in our society with this permanent solutions to temporary problems and whether it's out of anger or just stupidity or whatever uh, a lot of this stuff just doesn't need to happen And, and this whole devaluing of a human life or not really comprehending I don't know how you don't not comprehending the value of of life and how precious it is and how easy it is to to take it away or to lose it. So uh, you just, you you hate to see that happen. But this Utah football program really has a great sense of family. Coach Whittingham is really good about knowing who his players are and as people knows their name and know, knows their family and their families are always welcome and they're they're a part of the process they're part of the program they're always invited in and around and and uh, they 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 you know they recognize it at utah the the importance of having that family unit this this you know it's been a tough time with the covid and with these deaths and with you know a lot of things going on uh, there have been, been some tremendous challenges for, for this team. But if anyone is equipped to handle it, it's them. And and I think that was something that was brought to light that, you know, I, I hadn't realized because I think everyone thinks when you have an accident like this and tragedy, you know, how are these guys going to cope with this and how, how are they going to handle it? And they actually, they actually handle it great. I mean, they, they know how to handle it. It's not a great thing to handle, but they – they have such a great support system and, and supporting one another and that they they're able to do it. And it's impressive. Uh, one of the things that I really appreciated about Ty Jordan and how they decided to honor him and what he wanted and what his family wanted is he didn't want people sitting around feeling sorry for themselves. And so at the end of the third quarter of each home game, they asked all of the, fans in the stands, instead of having a moment of silence, they have a moment of celebration, celebrating life and celebrating Ty and who he was, and that he would want people to to go forward and to move forward and to appreciate life and appreciate the opportunities that they have. And so they ask everyone to stand up and celebrate that and celebrate life and celebrate the good that can come out of these tragedies. And, and that, um, we'll all continue to fight for life and for how precious it is and how much it means. And I I love how they really just flipped the script on this and just turned this into such a positive thing. And, And I think it's also a healthy thing. I think a lot of people really appreciate kind of that mindset of, you know, uh, how can we make this something that uh, maybe maybe moves us a little bit more uh, than normally would happen so you know, really appreciate what's happened there at the University of Utah All right, we're going to take a break we come back two fun segments here left uh, we're going to talk about who is the surprise in the NFL after a month uh, who's doing well and who is the surprise that they're sticking it up All right, folks, welcome back to Helmets Off. Of course, one of my passions in life is the NFL. We're a month into the season, and we've got what I always love about the NFL, and really football in general, is it's the best reality TV, I think, is that's out there. It's real drama. Uh, of course, it's it's not life or death. It doesn't matter, but it's fun to tune in and watch. And it's fun to watch because it's not predetermined like you just don't know who's going to win you don't know who's going to be good and that's why you show up and play the games and you find out uh on on the game day you know who's who's the pretenders and who are the contenders and that's that's what that's what tells you what it is and 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 i love that and and i love i love the surprises that come out of every year and there's always these surprise teams and these teams just never you never think are gonna gonna get it together, and they somehow do. Okay, so here are some of the teams I think are doing very well, and I think it's really surprising. I don't I don't want to say really surprising, but man, they're they're pretty good teams. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with uh, what's really if you go in the AFC. There's four divisions, right? And two of them have teams that are playing really well. And two of them have teams that are playing really bad. And the NFC is kind of the same thing. Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's actually a little bit spread out in a, in a different way, but uh, well, no, it's, it's the same thing. So for example, You have the AFC East. There's one team uh, that's doing well, and that's the Buffalo Bills. And they lost the first game of the year. Now, uh, I I have some things to say later on about teams. The Bills were expected to do great. So they kind of don't really count. It's not like – no one should be surprised by this or shocked by this, but Buffalo is a pretty darn good football team. And they, they could be the team to represent uh, the AFC in the Super Bowl, if you want to ask Mike. But then you have the – so the AFC East stinks, right? Miami's bad. New England's bad. The Jets, terrible. And then the AFC North, which is Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, uh, all those teams are doing well except for Pittsburgh. And then the South, AFC South, you've got one team that has a winning record of the four. But then the AFC West, man, there's a lot of good looking teams in the AFC West. And then there's the Kansas city chiefs, which is kind of wild. So I'll tell you a team that's really surprised me. Probably the number one surprise team for me is the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos just have not seemed to find a way to get out of their own way for years. And it's like, I, you know and the thing is it's almost like John Elway where John Elway's this guy who is like um you know went to all these Super Bowls and could just never win them as a player and it's kind of like that as a GM he's kind of kind of going through his Super Bowls as a GM and not winning them and then finally he might have found a guy Teddy Bridgewater's playing about as good as anybody in the NFL quarterback uh so so you've got uh some some amazing uh, played by the Denver Broncos, and and they got a great defense, and they they could be a really really good uh, a really good uh, team. Right? Uh, then you have and, and and so they're a surprise. The Raiders are a surprise to me. So the whole the whole AFC West is a surprise to me. Uh, the Raiders have found ways to win close games, and a year ago they didn't do that. And you've got a coach, you've got a quarterback, you have a whole team that's really maturing before your eyes. Very impressive. i really, really liking uh, liking the Raiders. Now, remember, we're only a month into the season. This can all switch and change. But trending right now, the Raiders big time, Broncos big time, and even the the Chargers who went into Kansas City, that uh, Justin Herbert, again, remember a year ago, Justin Herbert was a rookie, did a nice job of, you know, being a rookie. Did a great job of being a rookie, but he couldn't win games. And now all of a sudden, he's learning how to how to win uh, in the NFL. So fascinating how the AFC, you know, has all these teams that are kind of trying to figure it out. Uh, and and then there are just teams that are bad. I'll tell you another team I really like, and I've been impressed with is the Cleveland Browns. I would not be surprised if the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills at the end of the year are the two teams fighting it out. Maybe the Broncos. Uh, you know, I don't know, because uh, we're going to talk about the, chart, the Chiefs in the next segment. But but certainly, uh, certainly the Cleveland Browns have a really, really good defense. And Baker Mayfield, starting to be a number one pick in the draft. He He's, he's a guy that actually just might just might uh, end up being pretty darn good quarterback in the nfl but the team in the in the nfc that i really like that that's really surprised me are the dallas cowboys they couldn't get out of their own way played terrible defense a year ago uh awful defense they got uh micah parsons they've re- they've got some new guys uh really good secondary and they're so much better up front than they were but that prescott is, that Prescott's just really impressed me with his tenacity coming back from this injury. He's been playing exceptional uh this year. And then the whole rest of the NFC East is just garbage. You know, it's just garbage. And, and that was kind of what it was a year ago. And, and I just don't see a lot of it, a lot of it changing. I think, I think if you saw the Packers like in, in week one, you'd go, yep, yeah, Aaron Rodgers too much off season, but man, Aaron Rodgers is looking, Watch out for the Green Bay Packers. Is all I have to say. And then the whole rest of the NFC North: the Bears, the Vikings, the Lions. Oh my! Terrible, awful. Get rid of them. How about the Carolina Panthers? That's the team right there that surprises the heck out of them. No question about it. This team is like, and you got Sam Darnold who was cast off for Zach Wilson, and now I guarantee everybody in New York wants Sam Darnold back. They're three and zero they're 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 playing really good. They're playing to uh Sam Darnold's strength. Uh exceptional. You know, they're 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 just doing really well. And and that that is absolutely a surprise to me. But the team you got to watch and and I and I said this before the season started is the Los Angeles Rams. Matt Stafford is playing like a guy who might be able to win it all and I picked them to win it all. And it's it's been you know sometimes you you see a team and you go boy this is really good, man. Matthew Stafford's made a huge difference in Los Angeles, a breath of fresh air for him. I'm sure just you know changed everything. Uh, but the Rams are are getting it done, and so are the Arizona Cardinals. And, and really, of those two teams, I think the Arizona Cardinals are a bigger surprise. I haven't totally been sold on. Um, um, Kyler Murray as a quarterback but he they are three 0 oh. they're they are and they're scoring a lot of points so uh, they're bringing it. Uh, fun to watch this is fun to see kind of how this goes the rest of the season and uh, uh, I'm going to take a break and come back and I'm going to tell you who just shocked the heck out of me what the heck is going on with these NFL teams Folks, Welcome back. It is Helmets Off. I'm Scott Mitchell, your host. And it is the final segment of the day. Of course, we've got uh, the teams in the NFL that are just like, I don't know. I really had hope for this one team. I really did. I said so much. I keep having hope. I keep thinking this is going to be the year. New coach, new quarterback, new, new everything. This is finally going to be the year, and it's those dang Detroit Lions and they're 0-3. And what makes it worse is kind of having an NFL record-breaking field goal of 66 yards, doinking off the crossbar, and then going through. If that does not epitomize the Detroit Lions, I don't know what does. And I just I feel so bad. I really do. And I really, really thought, oh, man, I thought, Okay, this is this, this Dan Campbell. He's going to turn it around, and and uh, you know, and he's he's a good lunch pal guy for Detroit, and funny guy, and and uh, you know, engaging, and all that stuff. But he ain't playing on the field, and and this team is 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 just trying to find a way uh, to get it done, and you know, they're they're giving up a lot of points, and they're not scoring a lot of points. Uh, so it's it's really kind of tough to watch uh, a team like this. That I thought would be a lot better. And speaking of a team I thought would be better, the Chicago Bears. Like I don't know if it was like an anomaly when Matt Nagy got there, and they it looked like they were going to go all the way to the Super Bowl, and, and uh, Khalil Mack was just phenomenal. That defense was amazing, and and they just they're anemic offensively. They're they're pretty pretty good defensively. They're they're actually really good defensively, but. Um, just thought I'd see more, and, and that darn quarterback position is just so hard. Has been hard for the Bears forever. They can they can always find a middle linebacker, but for the life of them, they cannot find a quarterback. I know Andy Dalton's not the answer, and clearly Justin Fields is not ready. And Nick Foles is a, a guy that you know you can get about four or five games out of, and preferably at the end of the year. Uh, so they're they're in a tough spot. Massively disappointing. To me, um, are 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 the uh, the the Bears. But I'll tell you, what about Seattle? Right? I mean, I, I don't know. I just expected Seattle to be a whole lot better, but they're not. But here, here's my real surprises. What the heck, Kansas City Chiefs? I can't believe. I, I, seriously, I don't get it. Uh, like you're you're a team that has the best quarterback best player in the nfl right? the best and you have uh you've gotten better as a team like you weren't worse a year ago so you would think that this team is should be on the right and and i get it you lose a super bowl massive hangover and, and it'll be a fun thing i think if there's a storyline to watch is there a, is there a super bowl hangover for the kansas city chiefs because because, man, they they are just – they are uh, – I don't get it. I really don't. They should be undefeated. At end of discussion, I mean, you don't lose to the Chargers at home. You just don't. There's a, I know it's a big win for the Chargers. Good for them. Again, it's what I said in the beginning of all this. It's fascinating because you really get to know who are the contenders and who are the pretenders, and they do it on the field. And I love that. I absolutely love that. Poor Indianapolis Colts and poor Carson Wentz, and this is a team that's just hardly scoring any points right now. Uh, they are a team I thought would be a lot better. They're really struggling right now. Massive, massively disappointing at zero and three. Zero and three. Just so you know, is almost a virtual impossibility of making the playoffs uh, since, like, I don't know, they went to a sixteen-game schedule. <laughs> there were like there's been four teams in like almost. Forty years that have, have done this since since going on three, it's almost it's almost a guarantee that you will not make the playoffs. So you got the Detroit Lions at 0 and three, you have the um, the New York Giants at 0 three, uh, you have the Indianapolis Colts and the Jag- everyone knows the Jacksonville Jaguars going to go on three, and of course the Jets, and and all these teams really are fighting for now is who's going to get the number one pick uh next year. And so it's it's gonna and you watch, you'll have one of these teams that someone will just show up at the end of the year and start playing good football. And it might be Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. Who knows? Massively, massively disappointing. And I'm gonna give you another team I think is disappointing is Tampa Bay. And for the same reason Kansas City. I mean Tampa Bay should not lose. Not right now. Not not at the beginning of the season. Maybe they maybe they lose, you know, I don't know, uh in Four, four or five weeks from now but they should not lose at home with, with a team flying all the way across the country actually it just it just shouldn't happen it just should not happen for the bucks that team that team should be 10 and oh ten and one uh, you know I, and I know they I, I guess the game was out in, in la so and it's hard I, that is a hard thing to do but but uh, I'm just telling you this this should not should not be a team that loses. They, they are good, and they got better. And Tom Brady has not fallen off at all. So, so I, you know, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm disappointed in the in the in the Buccaneers. I really am. I'm, I'm, I just, I think they should be better than than where they are. Uh, but the other one is the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a weird team because everyone's like, when the Steelers were winning, it's like, oh, they're soft, and now they're kind of losing. And it's just uh, – and, and the crazy part is they're losing at home. And, you know, you just you just, you just don't lose at home, especially if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, folks, uh, again, best reality TV in America is the NFL. Tune in every week because this will change. I mean, another month. We, we can have this discussion again. And, and it'll be shocking to see how much it's changed or, or how much it has actually stayed the same. Well, folks, uh, Helmets Off is now off. Thank you for tuning in. Facebook at the Helmets Off Podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off Show. Love to hear your comments, thoughts, and feelings. And until then, we'll see you then.